Welcome to the Real English Podcast, where we talk to real English learners about their journey learning English. Today, we have a guest all the way from Egypt. His name is Basim. Hello, Basim. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Thank you. What about you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. We're glad to have you today. Could you please introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. I'm Basim. I'm from Egypt. I'm 25 years old. I started learning English um, at school, but I decided to improve it for like six or seven years ago. Okay. So six or seven years ago, is that after you completed uh, high school or secondary school? Uh, it was actually after I completed college. Ah, okay. Interesting. And why did you decide that you need to increase your English knowledge to learn no, more? No, it's, uh, it's, it's after secondary school, actually. Okay. I understand. And why did you decide that you wanted to increase your knowledge in English, to improve your English? Well, because I realized that um, it's a universal language that everyone should know, you know? Everything uses English nowadays, so it's better to enhance my language skills, you know? Um, it also, um, learning English has given me the opportunity to talk to people from all over the world, learn more about the culture and things like that. Okay, great. That's a great reason. And what sort of resources did you use to learn? How, how did you learn? Um, and was it more free resources or did you have to pay for your resources? Normally I use free resources. They are all over the internet, uh, like YouTube, um, PDF files, um, language exchange um, groups, and language exchange apps, things like that. Uh, and what would you say is your, was the most useful or the your favorite resource to use? Well, my favorite resource um, is practicing with natives, as it's it's not a way of studying, but um, it's it makes the learning process more fun, you know. So that's why mm -hmm. I prefer. I understand. And do you think that uh, this has helped you the most when you are learning English in your journey to yeah. learn English? Definitely. Uh, in okay. the beginning of my learning journey, uh, I didn't practice with anyone. I just used to memorize words, sentences, and things like that. But when I started practicing, I realized that I know nothing about English, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes, it's, it's very interesting because when we learn a language, we tend to think that once we know all the words and once we know all the concepts, the basic grammar concepts and things like that, that we will be able to speak and communicate. But the native language is always very different from what you learn on paper. And beyond that, you need to get used to making the sounds, making sure you speak you know, fluidly and do not have to think too much while you are, you are talking and people can understand you. 
This is very different from just knowing what the words say on paper. <clears throat> That's true. When and what we, would you? And what would yeah, you say? What would you say is the was the hardest part for you in English? Like, what did you find most difficult about it? Well, the most difficult part for me is listening. I always mm. get bored watching a whole movie um, in English. You know, it's like mm -hmm. movies are a way um, to have fun or to entertain yourself, uh, not to learn a language. That's how I saw things at first, but mm -hmm. then I realized that I need to push myself harder and try to listen to uh, to uh, watch movies uh, every day. So that I can, like, um, be able to understand what natives say perfectly, you know. And mm -hmm. this part takes a lot of time. Until yes. today, actually, I still struggle sometimes with listening, you know. Yes, I, I, I honestly believe that listening takes the most time as far as learning how to do it well. Uh, because there are so many variations in the way that people speak and the way that people, you know, form their sentences and use words. Because no matter what we may think, everybody who is a native speaker doesn't speak uh, with formal English. Everybody doesn't, that's a native speaker, doesn't necessarily uh, use grammar the proper way every time, right? So you will have surprises when people speak and you will have to figure it out, you know, on your own with, with using your own uh, reasoning. So it's very, yeah. it takes a long time to develop the skill. Mm, that's true. Um, but I believe that it's just a matter of, you know, time. <clears throat> it's just that you need to keep yourself motivated uh for example i decided to watch sitcoms and funny things um so that i don't get bored in the middle you know mm -hmm. yes i think that's a very good idea and if you like sitcoms and uh funny videos in your own language then it's a very good idea to to watch it in the language that you're learning um it's always better to find things that are entertaining to you and then transfer that into the language you're learning. Yeah, exactly. This is the most important thing for me. If I'm not entertained, I'm not going to give good results or um, You're not going to have as much motivation to learn, right? Yeah, exactly. Easy. exactly. And are you the only person in your family or a friend group that is learning English, or do you know others that are learning English as well? Well, it's just me and my sister who are learning English these days, uh, but I don't know any other family member who use uh, language exchange groups in general. Okay, and your, your sister, is she older or younger? Younger. Okay, so did she start before you did or around the same time to take English seriously? No, she uh, took English seriously a long time ago, actually. Oh, okay. Interesting. 
And do you speak with her in English or not? Not so much. No, to be honest, it would be, be weird to speak um, um, English with someone from your country. You know. <laughs> Because me, I, I, I know yeah. that sometimes if you are trying to learn a language, uh, a little, you can be a little embarrassed or you can be a little um, shy to speak with native speakers or um, to really have conversations with people when you know you're going to make a mistake. So sometimes it can be easier if a friend is learning with you or a, a family member to, you know, kind of practice with them and, and maybe not have full conversations, but kind of uh, test out some of the things you want to say or, you know, try out new phrases with that person. Yeah. So do you think that in, in the future uh, you will... All right, let me ask you, have you made friends uh, from people who speak English? Like, would you say that you have made friends with English speakers? Well, yes, I had like um, one friend from the USA. He lived in the north, as I remember. I don't remember actually exactly when, where, but he has, he has been helping me with English a lot, you know. Okay, and do you have a regular schedule to speak with him, or is it just casual? Like, you just set up a time to speak every once in a while, and you practice? How does it work? It's whenever we have free time, we just decide to speak right away, you know? There is no schedule made or something. Uh, okay, I understand. And... What did you, would you say is the most surprising thing about English or something that you found very interesting while learning English that might have surprised you about English or English speakers? Okay. Um, that's a very tough question. Uh, let me think about it. I don't know. Take your time. Okay, thanks. Um, the most surprising thing Mm. about native speakers is that they are not like um, as cold as the media shows us, you know. There are many good friends who are kind and always help others with English. And that's it. And what I like the most is that um, it's like they prefer you to be more straightforward about what you want, you know. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think it's very interesting that you get to observe other cultures in a different way when you speak that language because you're not hearing from a translation or you're not hearing from somebody else. You're hearing directly from that person who lives there, who, who interacts every day in a different country. Yeah, exactly. It's very interesting. And would you say that that is part of what you like about speaking to people in English, is learning about them, their culture, things like that? 
Yeah, for sure. It's like I use English to speak with people from countries from all over the world, you know, not just uh, English speaking countries, you know. Right. Because, yes. because I said before, it's a universal language. All the world mm -hmm. uses English. Yes, you, you can find somebody everywhere who speaks English. That's true. And are you using English right now in your career or in your studies? I'm not sure exactly what you do for a living, but well, does English take any part in that or no? Yeah, yeah definitely. For example, I took, uh, I'm taking a marketing, a marketing course uh, in English these days. Everything is in English. Oh, okay. Interesting. Well, that is that is very complicated, I think, um, to take a course in something that is not your native language. Um, you know, I I have heard that a lot about English, obviously, um, but I think it would be interesting to try to take a course in a different language. Um, I remember there was a young woman on YouTube who was talking about how she took a course in Japanese, which is not her native language, um, and is, I believe, her third or fourth language that she learned. And But she took a course in Japanese, and she said it was very challenging, but she learned so much uh, about Japanese uh, while taking that course, um, writing all her notes in Japanese, reading in Japanese, things like this, uh, taught her a lot and made her language a lot stronger. So I think it can be challenging, but very, very useful at the same time. Very beneficial. Yeah, it allows you to learn a lot of new words. Um, and even formal words that you can use in business settings, for example. And what would you say you still need to improve in English? Well, nowadays, I need to focus on grammar more. Okay. Because um, since I started learning other languages, I stopped studying some things in English, um, which it's like uh, the grammar that I learned, I started to forget the grammar that I learned, you know? So I need Ooh. to uh, brush up on it, you know? Yes, of course. That makes sense. And you mentioned you are studying other languages. What other languages are you studying? Well, I'm studying Spanish, Portuguese, and some Russian. Oh, Spanish, Portuguese, and some Russian. Now, Spanish and Portuguese are very similar to each other. Do you ever get confused while studying those languages? Well, to be honest, no, I never got confused because uh, I studied, like, uh, to explain it better, for example, I studied um, uh, feminine and masculine nouns in Spanish, but I didn't study them in Portuguese so that I don't confuse myself and things like that. Oh, interesting. Um, and do you find that the similarities between Portuguese and Spanish help you when learning or do you think it 
doesn't matter very much. To be honest, it doesn't uh, But sometimes I speak with someone in Spanish, and then this person tells me, let's speak in Portuguese, I may confuse things uh, a little bit. Mm, I understand. But and... it's not like a big problem. Ah, okay, I understand. It, it's just very small things. And yeah. you said Portuguese, Spanish, and Russian. So what, what are your goals with these languages? Why are you learning Portuguese, Spanish, and Russian? Well, Spanish, because it's my favorite language. Uh, I also want to be a translator, a Spanish exact is. Uh, Specifically, Interesting. Uh, okay. and I'm just learning Portuguese because uh, Brazilians are so friendly in general, um, and I really, I'm really interested in knowing more about their culture and things like that. So why not learning it? You know. Yeah. And Russian, sense. Russian is also because it's like a new culture for me new people uh, and many people have wrong interpretations about Russians you know uh, so I want to see that myself uh, yes. um, a lot of people have preconceptions about uh, Russians before they know them or they talk to them that's true and I for anybody who doesn't know, you are from Egypt, so what is your native language? What is the native, uh, the language you grew up speaking? Sorry. My, my native language is Arabic. Mm -hmm. And it, are there any other languages spoken in Egypt or just Arabic? No, it's just Arabic, but you can find a lot of people who can communicate in English as well. Okay, great. So, in, in essence, you would like to someday be able to speak Arabic, English, Russian, Spanish, and Portuguese, correct? Yeah, correct. Wow, that, that sounds like a, a very long and, and difficult task, but I think you're up to it. I think you can definitely achieve that. You seem very dedicated. Thank you so much. And... Let me ask you, as somebody who has been studying English for years and has come this far, what advice would you give to somebody who wants to start learning English or wants to start studying a language? Um, I advise those who are learning English um, not to rush progress, you know. Progress takes a lot of time, so you need mm -hmm. to be patient. Uh, just do your own thing, practice every day. Uh, memorize new words, sentences, collocations, and phrases. Um, and it's just a matter of time, you know, until you reach fluency or proficiency if you want to. Okay. And so what would you say is the most important aspect of learning a language? What would you say is, is absolutely essential to do? Well, the most important thing is... Um, is, is like to study regularly and to study and practice regularly on a daily mm. basis. You know? Okay. 
you need to stay in contact with the language whenever it's possible. Okay, great. That's great advice. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. And now the final question that I ask everyone before they leave uh, is, where do you see your English taking you? In the, uh, what is your ultimate goal for learning English? What do you want to do with it? Well, my ultimate goal um, is to use English for my career and uh, as I want as I also want to be an English uh, translator. Plus, I love teaching the language. Okay, so you also teach English? Yeah, sometimes I try to teach people some English. Okay, and do do you teach online or in person, or how do you how do you teach in groups or one on one individuals? No, sometimes I teach people one on one. Yes, through mm. language exchange apps sometimes. Okay. I understand. Very interesting. I think it can be very helpful to even learn more about a language or anything for that matter if you are teaching it because you have to make sure you are very precise in how you explain things to people and you have to make sure your knowledge is very solid. Yeah, that's true. Okay, Bisu. Uh, oh, sorry about that. So, ba Basim, um, your nickname is Bisu, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so for everybody who doesn't know, Basim also goes by Bisu. Um, this is towards the end of our podcast, so I would like to give you a chance to tell people any projects you are working on, your social media, um, you know, or if they want to contact you for lessons in uh, basic English, like how can people reach you? Uh, maybe through uh, Instagram. Okay. What is your Instagram for everyone? Okay. Uh, my Instagram is um, B-I-S-O-O -O underscore R. Okay, so that's B-I-S-O-O -O underscore R. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so if you want to contact Bisu, uh for lessons in English or maybe just to practice, um, start a dialogue. You can go to B-I-S-O-O -O underscore R on Instagram. Thank you so much for participating today, Bisu. Um, I'm sure that you gave people a lot to think about and some great advice. It was really quite a pleasure to have you on. And I have to say, your English is sounding really good. Thank you so much. I'm also glad to be here. Okay, great. So uh, maybe sometime in the future, we might have you back for a different segment. 
but for now, thank you so much for being here. Everyone, thank, thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time on The Real English Podcast.